this week's episode of ProximoCast Industry News, where we take you through the top news across the energy infrastructure and project finance markets. I'm your host, Naomi Wood, reporting to you from London, and today is the 22nd of May. Before we get into the latest news stories, this week we are in Nashville, Tennessee for our double event, Financing America's Infrastructure and Digital Infrastructure Finance. Kicking things off on the 23rd, Bankers and Funds Unite to dive deeply into market trends, where capital for projects is coming from, the risk-reward expectations in both debt and equity markets, and how banks and private placement investors view market conditions. On the US infrastructure side, we have sessions on what asset classes are most active, the challenges faced, ESG and infrastructure, and hands-on workshops on best practice in structuring new deals. In the digital forum, we'll dive deep dive into data centres, demand for fibre infrastructure in the US and the rural broadband build-out, and an update on the US tower infrastructure market. In the evening, we'll celebrate the North America Deals of the Year's award winners with cocktails before reconvening on the 24th for a few special talks on Tennessee's landmark transportation bill, the future interaction between public policy finance and infrastructure development, multifamily and campus housing, stadium finance and electric vehicles, all before we bid farewell to Nashville for another year. If you have any questions about this event, please email us at marketing@proximoinfra.com. All sessions will be available for our Proximo Intelligence subscribers to watch on replay within a few days, so keep an eye out to catch up on some of these fantastic sessions. And now for the news. Northland Power has reached financial close on the Juanida Energy Storage Project in Southern Ontario. Northland currently owns 72% of the project, which is being developed in partnership with Northstar, Six Nations of the Grand River Development Corporation and Acom Group. The 250 megawatt or 1000 megawatt per hour Juanida battery is located in Haldimand County and is Northland's first investment in energy storage. Full commercial operation is expected to commence in 2025. The total cost for the project is approximately 590 million US dollars. Consistent with Northland's financing strategy, the company will use non-recourse project level financing to fund approximately 75% of the construction costs. Northland's equity component will be funded from existing cash on hand and available liquidity under its revolving credit facility. Total debt required for the project has been fully committed by an external lender in the form of a non-recourse construction and term loan matching the tenor of the capacity contract. Natural Resources Canada has also provided funding from the Smart Renewables and Electrification Pathways programme. The remaining costs will be funded by the contributed equity from the various partners. Juanida will benefit from a 20-year capacity contract with the IESO in Ontario. Contracted revenue constitutes 60% total revenues and the remaining will be earned from operating the battery in the wholesale market. Alstom and Export Development Canada have signed a Sustainable Global Corporation Partnership Agreement to promote investments in clean mobility worldwide. The three-year agreement contemplates future export financing support and insurance for mobility projects led by Alstom's customers with a maximum total limit of about US$2.6 billion. Under the partnership, EDC will focus its financing support to digital rail systems, services and projects based on low-emission freight and passion passenger mobility technologies, such as electrified, hybrid, battery or hydrogen propulsion. Moreover, the partnership aims 
at the highest standards in terms of ESG-focused financing, as Alstom will regularly report to EDC on its sustainability path globally and in Canada using indicators such as CO2 emissions, electricity supply from renewable sources from its operations, or gender balance in management roles. In addition, Alstom and EDC will explore further opportunities to foster additional green investments by Alstom in Canada. More details have emerged on South Korea-based POSCO's $412 million Kshore-backed financing to back the development of its Sal Dioro lithium brine project in Argentina. Closed in January this year, proceeds will fund the first phase phase of the project, including financing for infrastructure and imports. The plant, which has a total capex of 1.1 billion, is located in the 4,000 meter high Salta province, produced 25,000 tonnes of lithium hydroxide annually. Production is expected to be increased by stages to a maximum of 100,000 tonnes by 2028. Construction has started and is expected to finish in Q2 of 2024. Sponsors of the East African Crude Oil Pipeline EACOP are looking for $1.8 billion which is expected to come from several Chinese lenders and two African banks. The Ugandan Energy Minister has said that the equity financing for the project is fully paid up by its four shareholders but most of the money required to complete the project's debt financing will come from the main Chinese banks as well as African Bank and other African lenders. Funders that we cannot mention for now, said the Permanent Secretary Ministry of Energy. Sources said the Export-Import Bank of China, a long-time lender to Uganda's infrastructure projects, is one of the financiers expected to provide some of the loans for the $5 billion project that will transport Uganda's oil over 1,443 kilometres from Lake Albert oil fields to the Tanzania port of Tanja. Last month, China Petroleum Pipeline Engineering signed a deal for construction and supply of line pipe for EACOP, making it the fourth Chinese firm with big money tender in the oil fields development contracts and export pipeline deals. Total Energies is the lead investor in the pipeline project with a 62% stake, while the Uganda National Oil Company and Tanzania Petroleum Development Corporation each owns a 15% stake. China National Offshore Oil Corporation owns an 8% stake. EACOP is financed 60% debt and 40% equity, with debt estimated at 2 billion to 3 billion, according to Total Energy shareholders' meeting records for 2022. The developers of the losing projects in Ireland's first offshore wind auction have reaffirmed their commitment to advancing their projects. Park Wind and ESB. The developers of the proposed 375 megawatt Oriel Wind Farm and SSE Renewables 800 megawatt Arclo Bank 2 failed to secure contracts in the OREESS 1 round. The Oriel Wind Farm is proposed to be built off the North Louth coast and was granted maritime area consents at the end of 2022 after being fast tracked by the Irish government together with the other five phase one projects. Australian Fibre and Network Solutions provider Vocus has completed the acquisition of long-time partner Challenge Networks. Challenge Networks has extensive experience in constructing greenfield networks for the mining industry, having completed private LTE and 5G networks of Australia's leading resources companies and over 20 other networks globally. Vocus's customers will have the option to fund their private LTE slash 5G network through a subscription fee akin to a mobile plan rather than having to cover the capital cost of network construction up front. After two years of delays, Vietnam has approved its power plan for the decade in a move meant to boost wind energy and gas while reducing reliance on coal. 
According to the government, the PDP-8 plan will require an investment of $134.7 billion to fund new power plants and grids. Last year, the G7 nations pledged $15.5 billion in initial funds to support Vietnam's transition away from coal. The plan would more than double Vietnam's power generation capacity to over 150 gigawatts by 2030 from 69 gigawatts at the end of 2020. It is anticipated that by 2030 the major elements of the country's energy profile will comprise of coal 20%, gas at 24.8%, wind at 18.5%, hydro at 19.5% and solar at 8.5%. And that is all for this week. Thanks for listening and bye for now.